Bernadette Collins, GPS International. Alicia High School, GPS International. Thank you very much, the two of you, for joining us here today as the Crude Life continues to honor and celebrate Women's History Month. And what better way than a women-owned business here? So let's start off by talking about the fact that you've got a women-owned business. And then I'd like to talk about just the two of you and how, you know, life's going in general in business and if you need some more business and then just kind of maybe some people who have affected you throughout your life. It could be a teacher. It could be your mother. It could be each other. Who knows? It could be yourself. You could look in the mirror every day, and it could be you. Hey, how about that? But let's start off with your business a little bit. Uh, talk about what your company is and how you guys got going about it. And was it a conscious choice to be a women-owned business, or did it just end up that way? So uh, GPS uh, was formed... Um it's actually been in, this company's been in business since 2002. I moved to Houston to run it for my little brother who owns Gate Energy, which is a deep water engineering company. And um, so I came in and ran it, um, took it from $2 million a year all the way up to $25 million a year in 2016, from 09 to 2016. And in 2017, he offered me to buy it. Um, so I, I bought my little shop of horrors um, and then proceeded to to get it certified as a woman-owned business. And um, Can we stop right there for a second? Uh, I just wanted to ask you about, this is an actual certification and you had to, you know, apply and that sort of thing? Yeah, so WBNC is a national certification and you've got to submit your, you know, register your incorporation papers. You've got to support. You've got to sub submit financials. You've got to have, you know, all kind of um, official paperwork. And then they come to your place of business and they interview you. So it's not, it's not a fill out the form and pay your fee kind of thing. I mean, they really investigate to make sure and ensure that you're a woman-owned business. A little bit of a vetting process. There's a vetting process for sure. So is there, obviously you get the network that comes with that. Is there, is there any other perks uh, outside of that? I would imagine, you know, it's a lot like having a class ring or something like that. Other women see that, and of course they probably gravitate towards that. But anything, anything else that you care to mention? Um, no, it's, um, I mean, to be honest, it's a nice certification. It's a, it's a really awesome um, recognition especially when you are talking to other women in the oil and gas industry. Um, we are also a Texas uh, historically underutilized business because we're a woman-owned business in oil and gas. So that makes us like, I don't know, a half a percent. It puts us um, into we, that category. So We call that a rare albino elk sighting. Just very rare. With, <laughs> with, with the UFO uh, in tow. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> With Bigfoot coming down and doing the waltz, you know, that sort of thing. That's correct. We well, are that, so I, I could see where, you know, at certain times, you know, that could be an advantage, but I would imagine it's a, it's a difficult, it's a difficult uh, road to hoe and a grind, if you will. Uh, very male-dominated business, the oil and gas business is. So as, as you know, owners of your own destiny and being business owners, it's a lot different than being an employee. 
Uh, talk to me a little bit about that risk and just that kind of courage that the two of you have being, you know, business owners in a very male dominated business. Well, I've been very, very lucky to, to know Bernadette and now work with Bernadette. She is, uh, she's a trailblazer herself. She's been working out in, uh, in West Texas and all and gas for many, many years. So, um, and she's got a stellar reputation because, um, you know, sales, uh, sales for women in oil and gas can be very, very brutal. And she has risen. She's the cream of the crop, honestly. So I am extremely blessed to know her and, and to work with her. Anything, Bernadette, or are you just going to let that kind of meander a little bit? <laughs> I'm blushing. <laughs> no, I actually, uh, gosh, I've been in the oil and gas industry for maybe going on 23 years. And uh, the majority of my experience is in recruiting, staffing and recruiting. And I think uh, I've had three uh, CEO mentors and uh, Alicia is one. Um, I've Hopefully, I plan on retiring with her. And uh, yeah, I uh, my other two uh, bosses in the past, um, I'm still friends with from 20 years ago and from '97 back when I started in recruiting. And um, I don't, you know, I I still look at them as uh, you know driving forces in the industry, uh, mentors. I still love to call them and, you know, laugh and joke. And it's just, uh, I've been really blessed, been really blessed. Do you have any advice for women out there? Maybe just getting in the industry or maybe they're, you know, 10 years in and they're not seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, if you will. I mean, you guys have been in for 20 years. I didn't, how have you guys been in it for 20 years? Would you start when you were 10? <laughs> yes. Yes, that's exactly true. My dad was carrying me in his backpack to work. I, they just didn't know it. I know how to build rigs, but I'm not going to. The child labor laws were very loose back in those days. They were, you know, child labor laws didn't mean nothing back then. So. Yeah, there was there was no compliance back then, you know, just whatever. Well, and my, actually, we joke because my my business, we laugh, but I actually have been working in my business since I was 10 years old because I started as a paper boy. And back then, you could actually get a job when you were 10 years old, and uh, we had to. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, I was delivering newspaper, and really, that's logistics. That's distribution at the end of the day. So I started working in the distribution department at age 10, <laughs> you know, every day. But um, growing up around that stuff, it, you, know, you do develop this like experiential osmosis, just growing, you know, just you absorb it in being around it. So, uh, but do you guys have any advice out there for, you know, anybody maybe getting into it or they're seeing it still, you know, it's a very male dominated business still, that sort of thing. If they're not seeing the, the opportunities that you're seeing. I think, um, so my mother, my mother and father started their own service company back in the late sixties and, uh, and, and my father was a real trailblazer, innovator in, in his industry. And my mother ran, she ran the business. And in the 80s, 
uh, she saved it. You know, back in the 80s, there was almost no oil and gas industry, but she saved their business. It's still in operation today. And, um, you know, when I was a young mother, she would always say, persevere. You've got to persevere. And now when I call her some days to to lick my wounds and, and the struggles of just, you know, trying to survive in the last year and then trying to survive in the couple of years before that, right? Um, she would tell me her horror stories and she would say, Alicia, you've just got to persevere. Get up every morning, pull up your socks, put on a smile, put a smile on your face and go get it. This is so hard, though. We live in an instant oatmeal society, and I want my crops now, so when I push the Farmville button, my crops get built right away, grown right away. Look at me, built. Exactly, and, and, and us, too. I mean, you know, Bernadette and I were talking about, you know, having instant oatmeal in <laughs> her breakfast growing up and, and cream of wheat and stuff. But, um, you know, what did President Trump say? Anything worth doing isn't easy. So if, if you like, and we, Bernadette and I love what we do. We love the challenge. We love interacting. We love having people succeed around us and putting people out to work. Um, we celebrate other people's successes as well. And so if you like what you're doing, then get up and persevere and, and you will succeed. It will come. You just have to get up every day and do it. Let's transition to what it is that you guys do and, and what business could actually help the two of you out. So the thing that I do like to ask people in the oil and gas business is number one, who's your customer? Because this is such a diverse and, and vast industry is that sometimes it's only one person along the entire supply chain, but they're, you know, they're, they're needed along the way. Sometimes it's everybody above, and then other times it's just operators and et cetera. So make sure you mention, you know, kind of who your customer is, and then talk about what it is that, you know, your your products and services do to enhance and save money in the industry. So our uh, our customers are, are pretty diverse. So we, we also work for production companies, um, and we also work for service companies. Um, and we provide either, you know, um, project engineers or project uh, uh, staffing people. Um, for our service companies, we provide field personnel. What I really and truly believe sets GPS apart is our customer service and our safety record. We have 11 years of incident-free. Um, we have a very strong safety program. Um We've been in the offshore production um, uh, world, so and then when you're out there, it is required that you have a very robust safety program, and we translate that back into our onshore work as well. Um, Bernadette is is seeing okay. new different yeah. customers every week. That eleven we years, West Texas. Yes, um, and not just service companies. I mean, yeah. we're. We're seeing, you know, water companies and, and not just oil and gas. We're finding that. And then a year ago when COVID hit, uh, we pivoted and were able to pick up some very unique chemicals. Um, Bernadette brought in uh, a couple of people that were able to, we were able to sign contracts to represent um, some very, very unique biodegradable 
um, chemicals in firefighting and um, in solving some H2S and LEL problems that will reduce those levels to zero and, um, you know, just trying to, um, I guess, pivot diversify. and diversify so that, so that we can survive. How about that? Well, what I tell people when people ask me how business is going, I say, well, you know, it's doing fine. We're still, we're still moving. We're still growing, but we're having to work four times as hard for half as much money. So it's, it's, you know, we're, we're moving, but it's, it's a lot of work and it's, it's hard. And sometimes the work is, is very mental and trying to be very nimble and trying to be creative in a marketplace that is, you know, it's, it's very different out there right now. I was just talking to a few people at the API uh, Dickinson deal, and they just got back from West Texas, and they said it's, uh, you know, they struck out. They came back. They said, you know, you figured there's 200 rigs down there. It'd be easy pickings, but he said there's a lot of competition down there right now, and there's a lot of people that are, you know, waiting and seeing and et cetera. So, what are you guys seeing down there? You're down in, uh, where, where are, you, are you down in Odessa, Texas, uh, Permian, um, Midland right now? Yes, we are. And I, I, you know, what you said about, you know, people returning uh, to North Dakota and such, um, you know, I think Alicia and I had a conversation today as well about, um, you know, the uh, Pennsylvania area and then the, the Midland, you know, the shell here the Permian and the Delaware and you, you really just, you know, you don't just come here and expect to right off the bat leave with relationships and with business and purchase orders. It, it's just, that's not the way it works. Um, no, we, we yeah. we've been blessed. I mean, our, our, our customers have been very, very loyal to us. Um, Actually, they seem almost protective, and so we're still in business today because of our customers. They have remained loyal to us, and um, and I think a lot of it has to do with that testament with Bernadette and and uh, the ladies at the office. We're one hundred percent woman-run business, and um, the ladies that run our office uh, are amazing. Uh, and and allow Bernadette and I to get out and, and visit, and um, they got our back, and we got theirs. Well, you know as well as I do, any successful man is only as good as the woman next to him, right? <laughs> what, support, what supports the net? It would be the woman. <laughs> actually, this is a true story. So I interviewed Rob Ryan. Rob Ryan actually truly invented the Internet, okay? Not Al Gore, but Rob Ryan. He's a... Uh, He's a billionaire up in uh, Montana, the Roaring Lions Ranch. And I was one of three people that year that happened to get an interview with him. It was just it was just very lucky. He happened to be there, and I happened to be there. And it was up in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And back in the 90s, he sold his uh, company for like $23 billion. And at the time, it was the largest tech deal ever. So he's considered up there with Bill Gates and Steve Jobs and et cetera. He invented what's called the local area network, the LAN. So without it, the internet doesn't work, right? Anyway, he said that without his wife, he would be nothing. That if, if he didn't have his wife to, sh- to show his vulnerable side to, 
he would have never been able to get through these big deals because you can't let anybody in the office see your week. And you can't let anybody in a boardroom see your week, but you can let your wife, if you trust her, show your week and that sort of thing. And I thought that was a pretty profound statement coming from a guy who was very successful. So I don't know if you guys had any comments on that or anything along those lines. But so there is a lot of respect from, you know, some of those uber ultra rich people that a, a good woman is a very big part of their success. You know, Jason, I really, um, it's funny that you say that, but um, I, I will say that one of the things that I feel very strongly about is um, being sensitive to all of the oil field guys that work out here and they have wives and, you know, you have to be careful how you text them. It's just, it becomes second nature. You throw a text and then, you know, you call or whatever and, but I always, if there's an opportunity, which tonight we're going to have a small dinner, a personal dinner, and, uh, you know, it's always extend the invitation to the wife. Um, go out of your way um, if you're going to, you know, be working with the client uh, to ask him to bring his wife for dinner. Um, it's a huge deal to not forget about them. And me being on the, the sales side, being the woman, you know, you have to, um, you have to play that role, but then you, I, I think you're really going to get a lot of brownie points by, you know, making sure you don't forget them because it's, it's hard to be in that shoe as well. Well, you're, you're extending your network is really what you're doing. You know, you're extending it into the family life to help understand what makes them tick and what motivates them at the end of the day because that's isn't that that why a lot of us do work is for our families at least in oil and gas industry a ton of people are you know they're small business owners so they can control their time so they can go to their kids baseball game or at least somebody can be there for that sort of thing so uh, right uh well oh go ahead sorry well and the other thing is you know when we do meet um the wives or the the extended family, um, they become our best advocate because they see the integrity and our work ethic, that we're not some fly-by-night, um, you know, women just trying to, you know, get a quick, a quick sale or whatever. Um, our reputation speaks for ourselves and, and, you know, I, honestly, they those those ladies understand our hard work and they understand our industry as well because they're supporting their husbands. Yeah, and they really they almost become part of our team. Yeah, they, they support they appreciate us. It. Oh yeah, instead of not knowing so who's, like, who's you better on. make sure you call in Bernadette, not that other you know Yahoo from England or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yahoo from England. That's it's Australia where the Yahoos are from. All right. Had to get a little bit cultural there for a second. Okay, so I'm trying to be nice. Well, you're then then you shouldn't come on the crude life because this is just raw, real talk here. You know, it's all it's all good, but. Well, how can people get in touch with you? And uh, this Women's Network, again, make sure you plug the Women's Network because there's there's a lot of women out there listening, and they might want to join this. And, um, you know, there's a lot of different networks out there 
the Women Energy right. Network and, you know, the commerce ones and the women-owned business well, ones. So national, and this is the one that counts when you go to register with your major oil and gas companies. They want to know if you're a WBENC. Um, you can look that up on the Internet, WBENC, and um, there's local chapters everywhere. They'll come out, they'll vet you, and, and, and get you certified. Uh, it's important to the big companies like Exxon, BP, Chevron, Shell. Um, it, it's not going to necessarily get you the work, but it may get you looked at uh, over the sea of other people. Hey, any way to stand out. I took advantage of being from Fargo for a long time. Now, you know, <laughs> after, after season four, nobody cares anymore. But when that movie came out, boy, I was an exotic fruit for years, man. <laughs> it's that Don't guy from say. Fargo. <laughs> anyway, but, well, how can people Don't get in say. touch with you guys? Uh, Jason, you know, I'm, I guess I'm pretty uh, visible on LinkedIn. Alicia is. Uh, Our website, www.gpsinc.com. And uh, Bernadette's email is b.collins at collins at gpsinc.com. And mine's a.highschool at gpsinc.com. We'll make sure we have the links available at the show page as well. So, all right. Well, thank you much for coming on. And uh, it's the women's... History Month, so we're celebrating and honoring women in business and women in history here at The Crude Life. So thank you both for coming on today. Jason, we appreciate you. Absolutely. Thank you.